0: from BYU Broadcasting's Performance Studio. This is Highway 89. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. We're glad to bring you two excellent musicians today playing the music of Mexican composer Manuel Ponce. Our first performer is a first-time guest on Highway 89. We're so happy to introduce you to Hobbes Salazar Fonseca, violinist. He's from Monterrey, Mexico. His graduate music degrees are from the Boston Conservatory. And while he was living in Boston, he played with the Orchestra of Indian Hill, Cape Ann Symphony, and the Boston Lyric Opera. He's recently moved to Salt Lake City, where he teaches privately and plays with various groups, especially Baroque music. And we're happy to welcome back pianist Desiree Gonzalez Garza, who first introduced us to the music of Ponce on an all-piano episode of Highway 89. She's an Associate Private Instructor at the University of Utah's Preparatory Division and currently serves as the O.C. Tanner Scholar. We'll talk more about that in a minute. She's won prizes at multiple national piano competitions and most recently given the Janet Mann Teaching Excellence Award at the University of Utah and in 2014 Student Teacher of the Year from the Utah Music Teachers Association. Piano and violin. They seem made to go together, and I can't wait to introduce you to some beautiful music by Manuel Ponce in this All Ponce program. Music by the Mexican composer, beginning with autumn song, Canción de Otoño. Canción de Otoño, the autumn song by Manuel Ponce. We'll be hearing more of his music, of course, throughout the evening. We'll speak now with our pianist, who is Desiree González Garza. Welcome back.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having us here. It's a pleasure. It's
0: very fun to have you back (laughs) again. But there's something you're doing now that you didn't before. With all your teaching and your concertizing, you are the OCT Tanner Service Scholar. How would you describe what that is?
1: It's a very interesting opportunity, it's a TA opportunity at the University of Utah. And I was able to apply for this scholarship and I get to realize 15 projects, service projects in the state and in in Mexico and other Latin American countries. And they're service opportunities through music. So I get to help the Latino population and the refugee population in Utah and throughout the world. You
0: know, one of the projects I was most impressed with is your 14 recitals during the next two weeks in four <laughs> yes. different dual immersion
1: schools? Yes. I, I'm doing that in the next two weeks in partnership with the Gina Baccaro International Foundation. And I will be visiting kids that are from the under underserved populations. And I'm going to be playing Mexican classical music for them, along with a visual presentation for them to to see the connection between the European and Western traditions with Mexican classical music in the spirit of maybe inspiring somebody to be a musician, somebody to, to uh, pursue an art career or something like that.
0: And maybe for some kids to realize how much Mexican classical music there is? Yes, of course. Because uh, Ponce, you introduced me mm-hmm. to this music, and <laughs> yeah. you're still doing it. You're holding the banner high.
1: Yeah. So we we are doing well. I'm doing this project of service, in also the spirit of bringing the Mexican classical music into their lives to be aware of the of, of the beautiful music, the heritage, and so they can feel proud and honored to uh, to be from from these. Cultural heritage, yeah.
0: Well, Ponce lived till 1948. He was a composer, also a music educator, also a scholar. Yes. I'm seeing quite a parallel with what all the yes. things you do. I'm starting to see why you <laughs> you connect with this composer. I think that's marvelous.
1: I really like M- Ponce's music. It's well,
0: just wonderful. good luck with what you're doing. Let's hear some more.
1: Thank you. We're yes. about to
0: hear a, a piece that he wrote after times in Italy studying in Bologna, 1903. This is his Romancetta. Romanceta, that's music by Manuel Ponce, performed by our two guests today, Hope Salazar Fonseca, violinist, and Desiree Gonzalez Garza, pianist. And we're coming to you live from our performance studio here at BYU. Hope, thank you so much for playing for us today. Oh, thank you. Beautifully done. Thank you. But we want to talk about your musical life, but one thing that really impresses me is that no matter how good you get, the practicing is never over.
2: It's, I think there's the beauty of it, mm-hmm. that it never ends, um, and you decide when it, when it ends.
0: Well, how, much, how many hours do you practice a day now? Oh, three, four hours. It's sort of the hidden part of the job. You don't just show up and play and everyone claps.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's the, it, for me, it's the, the, the fun part where you get to discover. And for me, it's, it's going to sound cheesy, but it's a, a way to reconnect to the past through seeing those dots and lines and seeing what they meant that something that you can't talk to grab mm-hmm. but when you play you get an idea of, of what was going on
0: in in that time 100 years ago whatever it was we read that you said you used to practice by hour but you don't count the hours anymore you practice by project
2: yeah so when i was a little kid i, I was told you have to practice six hours a day mm-hmm. but i never got anything done really so now when I, I have a project for instance this concert i make sure you know i have four or five pieces and i have 24 hours mm-hmm. so i try to uh you know say i'm going to dedicate one day or half a day or the morning to this piece and then once the time is up move on to the next project if that makes sense
0: yeah Well, it gives you the end goal you're working for, too, when you know you have a performance coming up. Yes. So I understand your older brothers didn't always enjoy your practicing at first. (laughs) No. I remember one time
2: um, they used to lock me up in the bathroom because it was too scratchy. With your violin? Yes. (laughs) And they thought that was going to make me stop, but Mm -hmm. it didn't. And to be honest with you, I I love that scratchy sound, and I was fascinated by it.
0: Your parents, I think, were a little surprised by your. Cho- this is the perfect kid story, which is you went to a concert and you chose the violin. Yes. is that because that's all you could see in that, the front row?
2: You know, as you can see, I'm uh, tallness is not one of my gifts, and um, <laughs> I was a really, really small kid, and that's all I could
0: see, just the violin section, and. So if you'd seen some of the other instruments, you might have considered them.
2: Maybe I would have been a, a trumpet player. I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we're lucky. We're lucky you could only see oh. the, the violins. <laughs> so how did you talk them into that? Um,
2: my parents were always very supportive, mm-hmm. uh, but I grew up in a very hostile environment, and people never respected much of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, most of my friends either, you know, they're in jail or dead. Um, so I. Music literally saved my life. I didn't mm-hmm. notice
0: them, but it really did. Oh, that's a very hard reality to hear. But I'm so glad you made that musical connection. And these concerts that you're doing now are reaching out to people maybe in the same way that music reached you. I hope, I hope that the same way I find that joy, that
2: connection, I hope that other people can find it too. Tell me about this next piece. This has a French title. Junis, yes. So it means youth. Mm -hmm. So it's a reflection of, I think, of, of that joyful spirit that every human being has, I believe, that no matter where you come from, no matter what, you know, your background, you have that joy in there. Sometimes you have to find it and fight it, but uh-huh. everybody, everybody has it.
0: Good. Well, let's hear this. This is Manuel Ponce's jeunesse or Youth, and somehow I love pl- hearing this piece right after the story of his older brothers putting Rob in the bathroom to try and keep him from practicing, but he still enjoyed it anyway. youth. That's Jeunesse by Manuel Ponce. A very lilting, a very happy melody. Yes. Beautifully done. Thank you. Hope Salazar-Fonseca, violinist, and Desiree Gonzalez-Garza. And this performance is part of a music service project associated with the O.C. Tanner Scholarship at the University of Utah that's being put on by, organized by Desiree. So to become a musician, of course, there's always hard work, there's always practice, but I have to say, as I've read through your life story, Hope maybe is sort of an appropriate name to have <laughs> if anyone knows the biblical story of Job. It's not to the same degree, but you have had to overcome some challenges in doing this, including just finding time. Uh, I understand you used to get up at five in the morning to work at your grandfather's restaurant.
2: Yeah, I was the only kid that, that actually made it to the kitchen. Most of us, you know, help with wedding tables, cleaning mm-hmm. tables, but uh, I, I, um, I, I remember doing that, and and in a way, it all connects. It's like a big puzzle mm-hmm. that one life experience connects to the next. And I always told my tell my students, it's not just about you playing the violin; it's about who you are. And I always tell them, hopefully, my goal not just to help you to learn how to play the violin, but hopefully. To help
0: you become a better person, hmm.
2: because that's what's gonna make you happy. Yeah. You know, so five,
0: five in the morning at Grandpa's restaurant, then going to music classes, and then you had a high school that taught in three sessions. So you went to high school in the evening. Yes. So that, I could, I could do that. Otherwise, I couldn't. So I have the idea that when your students say, "Oh, I just had couldn't find time to practice," <laughs> I don't think you have much sympathy. <laughs> no,
2: <laughs> no, I don't. Um, that's one night. I try to reiterate and, and tell them that, I tell them, I hope you, you do the violin because you want to please yourself, because, mm-hmm. because you want to do it, not because you want to please your parents or anybody else. So when they don't do it, it's usually, and I also tell them, usually, you know, we need to learn and I try to help them, you know, you need to prioritize better and, and so forth. But yes, um, not much sympathy.
0: (laughs) I I just picture you, let me tell you a story. (laughs) I I understand that you also conduct business or had meetings uh, over delicious food. Is that because of uh, working in a restaurant?
2: Yes, and you know what, I'm going to tell you a secret, and my wife knows this, that there are, you know, quite a longish list of things that I actually like better than music, and one of them is, is, is food. If I don't, if, uh, maybe if I didn't you know become a violinist maybe I would have been a chef. I I food man I
0: I do love good food. Well, good thing you practice a lot because you've worked it all off. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, tell us about Sonata Breve. So breve.
2: Yeah. So it's a very interesting sonata, and and this is in a uh, a little bit different language. He tries to emulate some of the folkloric. Themes and you'll hear them hidden with more uh, sophisticated, let's put mm-hmm. it that way, uh, uh, music. He uses more atonal and other uh, compos- composition techniques, But you hear the little band on the on the village playing out of tune and out of rhythm. And he uses this as a, a way of 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 remembering who 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 he was. Nice,
0: uh, yeah. Well, let's hear this. We're about to hear Sonata Breve by Manuel Ponce. Incidentally, Ponce is very interesting that he, once, Villa uh, Villalobos heard him playing, and he's, they said they really connected over both loving the influence of folk music along with their classical training. ¶¶
3: ORCHESTRA PLAYS
0: Sonata Breve by Manuel Ponce. We've just heard a great performance here live in Studio 6. Hope Salazar Fonseca, accompanied by Desiree Gonzalez Garza. I always hate to say accompanied because it really is two people performing equally.
2: Me too. And (laughs) most pianists
0: do too. (laughs) I I think it's it's an ensemble, you know? Yes. Yeah. It's nice to see the interplay and what different times you have to watch each other to get your cue. Yes. I I think life doesn't always come full circle, but now and then it does. I understand that that orchestra that you first saw a violin in was the Monterey Orchestra. Yeah, and that you had the chance to go back and play as first violinist with that orchestra.
2: Yes. Um, When I was a kid, it was a you know I remember dreaming, oh Mm -hmm. I want to be there, and people told me you're crazy wasting your time, including my own violin teacher. And at some point, um, he said you you should should try something else. I don't think violin is for you. And it was very gratifying to prove to myself
0: mm-hmm. that you know you can do whatever you want. But if you work excellent. hard. So when you were playing their first violin, were you looking at the kids on the front row? <laughs> Wondering. I, <laughs> you
2: know, I uh, yes. Yeah. It was uh it was really funny to See yourself, but you know, 15 years after or whatever, and and to see that what you do as an adult could have a lot of uh, impact on on somebody. So yeah. you try, I try to you know try my best,
0: and hopefully somebody will will do something. Yeah, right. I love that story. I love that story. Now I understand you do have. When you go to a concert, you drive there, and then you have a pre-concert ritual. And I think all musicians do. Musicians are so superstitious. So can you share some of your rituals? Yeah.
2: So what I do, you know, people would say, you know, go for a run, take a nap. Uh, The night before, you know, I have to try to have a good rest. But I like to laugh. So uh, (laughs) I, I like to hear other kinds of music. And you can ask my wife and I would play some silly salsa or cumbia or something that would get my mind off and remind myself to, you know, to have fun, to enjoy what I'm doing.
0: I like that. Yeah. Now, another thing that musicians are, you know, oboists and clarinetists, they're always finding the perfect reed, but violinists, we just saw on Facebook that you've, you got some rosin imported <laughs> from Australia. So what's so great about this rosin? Oh, uh, it, it,
2: it's pretty neat. So rosin is basically uh tree sap, and there's this guy in uh, Australia. His name is Andrew uh, Baker, and he started making his own, and he tries to match a, a specific rosin. So if you order one, he will ask you, hey, what kind of strings, what kind of bow, what kind of violin do you play? So he will try to create a recipe that would uh, uh, match you know your yeah. boy and so forth so that's pretty good you cool. can't
0: just go out to find a pine tree
2: no, <laughs>
0: no. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah well let's we're going to hear what, another beautiful piece this is perhaps the best known piece by Manuel Ponce and it's an arrangement by Yasha Heifetz of Estreita the little star That's Estreita by Manuel Ponce on a show completely full of music by M- Manuel Ponce. Beautiful, beautiful music performed by our guest today, Hope Salazar Fonseca, violinist Desiree Gonzalez Garza, pianist. And I have to say, we are grateful for Desiree organizing these upcoming performances that got us to hear this. She's the OC Tenor Scholar at the University of Utah and has an outreach with the Gina Bachauer program to underserved schools. And I am so happy happy for the kids who are going to get to hear what you are presenting to them. I think that's, that's a great, great idea. Thank you for coming and performing for us. Well done. If you are listening at home, if you just caught part of the show, you'd like to hear the whole thing or share it with someone, it's easy to do. All of our shows are archived online for free on-demand listening at byuradio.org slash highway89. And follow us on Twitter at BYUH89 for live show updates and special behind-the-scenes photos and video clips. Highway 89 is a production of BYU Broadcasting in Provo, Utah. Our recording engineer is Mark Waite. Our film elements by Abby Vance. And the show's producer is Jackie Tateishi. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. Thanks for listening.